Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. How is everyone doing? It is a Monday, December 12th, 2022. Time is running out on the new year. We are deep within December hockey right now. Hope the holiday season is going well for each and every one of you. And also, thank you to Bears Nation out there who's for all of you for your listens and downloads last week. Uh, nearly 40 downloads last week for the quarter poll report and 35 for the Friday face-off. All of you are really putting in good work, you know, just getting this podcast back out there. I really feel like this is a, a better reach than it was on, on, on Spreaker. Like the numbers are better and I can see where the show is going. That's a little bit of a technical side, but, um, far cry from earlier in the year when we were getting near 200s, but with time, we can get back to that. But 
We're not here to talk about podcast nonsense, everyone. It is time for Hershey Bears Hockey, another 3-3 three and three at this time of year. Uh, getting tired of these 3 and th- threes? <laughs> Get used to it. There's a lot more where this came from this month. So the Bears, Friday night, on the road, traveled all the way to Western Connecticut to take on the Bridgeport Islanders. First time there at Total Mortgage Arena there in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Bridgeport, no slouches this year with uh, Corey Schneider, former NHL goaltender on the backstop. A pretty healthy, decent lineup in them. Bridgeport's just hanging around that three or four spot waiting for the number one and number two seeds to slip up. So it's not like the Bridgeport teams at old, which were feisty, but they sucked. This is actually a pretty feisty, darn good team. Perhaps the best one since the twin Bork magic years of about five years ago. So the boys traveled all the way up there to take take them on. And um, the Bears, you know, pretty you know, back at it after beating Charlotte on Tuesday, but this was going to be a big test there in uh, in Bridgeport because yes, I know I took them, I took them in that game, but I had good reason. I had good reason because I thought Bridgeport they'd be tough at home. They're embodying the spirit of their parent club, those pesky Islanders. So no way I was going to take this team this team lightly, and. On a Friday, we are underway there in Western Connecticut. Let's get right into it. And I'm out there on the jockey wagon. It's a bit of a slow night, but we're still moving some trailers around at 7 o'clock. And I go to check on a trailer door, open it up, get back in. And I hear, Sheka Cobb, they score. What? The Islanders scored 90 seconds in? Uh, who's in net? Zach Fucali and Corey Schneider. Because Hunter Shepard's called up. Great. Uh, Ruslan Iska Ishakov. Ruslan is I-S-H-A-K-O-V. That's not a name. That's a bad Scrabble hand. But his seventh of the season beats Fukali for a one nothing lead assist to Chris Terry. All right. It's going to be one of those days. But the boys, what I like about the Bears is that um, when they get their transition game is really, really good. They are guys, when you have the puck, you transition back in onto offense and really like seeing that. And they just keep peppering Corey Schneider. Now, three power plays will do that to you. They got three in the period. Um, just trying to see it here. Um, interference, tripping, and cross-checking. But... Nothing came of it against this team, this Bridgeport team, again, who's not bad, but it's not just like, okay, you had three power plays in the period, and you can't really do anything thing with it. But the boys, they're still pressing twenty, nearing 20 shots on the period. Dick and Dylan Mickelrath, fine Ethan Frank, Vecchione in the slot, shoots, he scores! Mike Vecchione scores! And we're tied at one! Vecchione getting that point on the road. His eighth of the season, 
assisted to Ethan Frank, his fifth, and Dylan McElrath, his fifth. And we are tied at one after one. The Bears leaning in shots 21-10. to Yeah, you heard that. Now, that was also three power play assisted. Three power plays. And, well, hey, these things tend to happen. And I'm not just going to come on here and say like, oh, well, the Bears were the better team that period. Uh, Sort of weren't, sort of weren't. They were really power power play helped, for lack of better words. But I like seeing this stuff on the road. Second period, un- underway, and the Bears pressing yet again. This They're really taking to this Bridgeport team. Out shooting them 26 to 12. 26 to 12. Vecchione enters the zone. Finds Scarbosa in front. He scores! Mike Scarbosa gets it in. His sixth assist of the season. Starting to find his scoring touch. And the Bears lead in Bridgeport. 2-1. Yes! Go on, boys. Mike Vecchione, his assist. Two points on the night already. Assisted to Ethan Frank. But the boys were not done. They were able to block a puck out of the zone. Ethan Frank with Vecchione. It's a two-on-one. Vecchione holding, shoots, scores! Picks the top corner on Corey Schneider. 3-1 Bears at the end of second. Woo! Yes! Good, healthy lead on the road. I love this. Vecchione is ninth. Ethan Frank with his... Seventh assist of the season and third assist on the night. Our precious baby boy getting points. And I'm loving it. It's an easy night out in the yard. I mean, we're we're winding down. We're winding down and it's going to be a good night. 3-0, end of second, dominating in shots. 31-18. He's okay, guys. We got this. We're fine. We're good. We're good. Third period. All right, boys. Let's shut her down and let's get this going. In comes Park. Dump the puck in by Bridgeport. Getting out of the zone. Keeping it in. Parker Watherspoon from the boards out to Cole Bordreau. He scores. 22 seconds in. What I say? What? You did this with Charlotte. And Bridgeport's right back in it. 3-2. Okay, okay, all right. You showed me in Wilkes-Barre that we're going to be fine. And in Bridgeport, I mean, it's, it's got to be a raucous environment there in Bridgeport. Friday night, I'm sure the crowd's not really there. Oh, what's their official attendance for the... 1,600. 1,644. Uh, uh, no, 1,642. You know, methinks that whole brand change thing that this team did may be not popular among the fan base. Just saying. But, um, alright, boys. Prove me wrong. The Bears do get a five-minute power play out of it. Um, as Ontario just slams a bear into the boards. Five minutes, a five and a 10, and a bye. You heard that right. 5, 10, bye. Oh, boy. But 
right into it. Ethan Frank, high sticking. Well, there goes two minutes of that. But a five-minute power play for the Bears yields nothing. A little bit of chances, a deflection trying to get past Corey Schneider. And I'm not good with these five-minute power plays because you need to have uh, patience, and I do not have any of that. And this is, again, 3-2. You got to get something on this. You can't just say five minutes of, of a power play. No, that's not how this works. But um, period winding down. Bears still holding the lead. Uh, former Washington Capitol, Dennis Chalowski, takes a late holding penalty. Bears get nothing out of it. Corey Schneider comes off with two minutes and 30 seconds left to go. All right, here we go. And the Bears, very amazed at. They stuck to their game. They stuck to their guns and they stuck to their game plan. Did not give Bridgeport anything. They were on the puck. Aggressive forechecking. Puck gets dumped in. They are there along the boards. Sticks in passing lanes. Bodies blocking shots. I mean, when this team's on, they're on. And even with surrendering a goal to start the third, to be down three, to be up, still up three, two, it's a nice response from them. But clock's ticking down. Tick, 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 tick. Tick. Clock winding down. About a minute to go. They're in Bridgeport. Blocked on by Scarbosa. Chipped out of the zone. Vecchione up to Ethan Frank. Into the empty net. He scores. Our precious baby boy, Ethan Frank. His seventh of the season. An empty netter. Mike Vecchione gave up the hat trick shot. But, you know, you know, just, just, just get the point. Who cares? Ethan Frank, his seventh. Vecchione, his 10th assist of the season. Mike Scarbotha with his 8th assist. And that does it. 3-2-1 win. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Bridgeport. And because it's Bridgeport, pack up the stuff. We gotta go. But isn't there pre-gaming and in, in post-gaming there in Bridgeport? No. Get on the bus and go. Just... Just go. There's a rest stop near near the uh, the state borderline. We'll stop there. But no, get get in your car and you go when you're at Bridgeport. Bears win it four to two. The final. Cole Bardrow, your third star of the night with a goal and an assist. Ethan Frank with a goal and three assists. Good on him. But Mike Vecchione, pair of goals, pair and assists, four points on the night. Well done, lads. And I see the Troy Man theory. All the time, and I will say it again, win the weekend. And getting that win on a Friday night, it sets the tone. It sets the tone for the whole weekend because you have a team coming in on Saturday, on a bit of a cold Saturday, as the Cleveland Monsters came to town. First visit for the Bear for the Bears against the Cleveland Monsters, a division rival in the Cleveland Monsters. Please don't ask. Just 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 don't. Just don't. But um going back to Bridgeport, you get those two points on Friday. It's a big help going into the weekend and just making sure you get points. Getting two out of three or maybe a bit then some. So Good job on the lads, especially this Bridgeport team who's going to be no no pushover. And 
all three of our road games in Bridgeport are going to be Friday nights. So we will see more of them. And Zach just had to keep saying during the broadcast, well, the Bears have had 13 straight games against Bridgeport where they've got a point. Zach, stop. Stop. You know where this goes. Stop doing this. Just stop it. I know you like throwing out stats, as a good announcer does, but stop. Just stop it. We 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 don't we don't need need to know. We honestly don't. But the boys go back at it on a Saturday, probably getting back at around I'd say two a.m. Um, that's four and a half healthy hours from Bridgeport, Connecticut, all the way back to Hershey. I've done those drives. They're not pretty. But it's all right. Let's rotate boys in and out. And time to get other players into the lineup on a Saturday as we welcome the Cleveland Monsters to town. And they brought their fan base with them. The Cleveland Monsters um, Barons bus. That's not code for anything. Um, graced us with their presence after they were in Wilkes-Barre the previous night. How'd they do in Wilkes-Barre? Oh, they lost. 5-2. Oh, they're going to be angry. And angry they they were. Because this is a team who's at 500, who's not terrible. Honestly, not terrible, but um, Columbus has taken a lot from them. They do have some talent on there. They do, but Columbus, Columbus just, it's been an odd times between Columbus and Cleveland, but enough about that. Let's get into it. So on a Saturday, we also saw the debut of Clay Stevenson. Who? Clay Stevenson, a prospect up from the South Carolina Stingrays because Hunter Shepard is still up with the Washington Capitals. Opposing him is Delini Tarasov. Delini Tarasov, number 40. Good for him. Good for him. And Cleveland skates out there in their their blacks with burgundy and gold accents on them. It's it's Cleveland Cavaliers colors. Just we just gotta deal with it. Could be worse. Could be wearing their horrible, horrible. Um, <clears throat> golds. I've seen them. But the Monsters come get a power play early. And this power play, third best in the entire American Hockey League, reaching that echelon of near 20%. Like, what's let's see, up here, uh, tw- 21.3. Oh, crud. Don't want to put these guys out on the power play. But Cleveland does get, get set up working the puck around crud. Nice. Is that a guy out there wearing 64? Hey, that's my number. Number 64. If I played hockey, that's what I wear. Bernstrom over to him. Wines fire scores. Did my number scored? Yay. Did, uh, whoa. Monster score. Well, that's why they're the, uh, the league's best power play now, aren't they? Uh, Trey Fix Wolanski, his 11th of the season. Emily Bernstrom, his 11th. And David Jurek with his 8th. And when they scored, I heard a healthy, Whoa! From down below me. Oh. Okay. This is going to be a thing. Jared gets on and announce it. Does the whole thing. And uh, we go, time of the goal. 6 minutes, 11 seconds. Who cares? 
All right, fine. But then I hear, we do! What? What? You answered? Wait, this is going to be a thing. You're going to answer back. Boy, I certainly hope we don't uh, give up a lot of goals to these guys because that would get really annoying after a while. But Bears start pressing back. They get their transition game game going. Bobby Nardella throws a puck in front. Mason Morelli, second attempt. Mike Scarbosa, he scores! He scores! Scarbosa has tied the game! His seventh of the season gets it past uh, 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 whatever his name is and scores and ties the game. Mason Morelli, his 13th assist, and Bobby Nardella with his 10th ties the game. Great job, boys. Great job on you. But Connor McMichael takes a uh, tripping penalty. Boobud started coming out, but it was, was it. And we do a little bit better. We get pucks out down a little bit more. But in comes a monster skating in. It's a three on three on two. Over to Doom. Chips it up over Clay Stevenson, and it goes in. Goal scored by Josh Dunn. Josh Dunn, 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 Dunn. Assisted to Robbie Payne and my, anywho, and Samuel Cosco. 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 Another power play goal for the Monsters. Boy, I really hope this doesn't become a thing over the weekend. You know, that'd really suck if it did. But the Bears get pressure later on in the period. A good response by the boys. It's two teams throwing goal haymakers on each other. Getting down to 30 seconds left. Scarbosa works it back up to the point. Massey has on the far corner. Draws the winger over him. Over Aaron Ness. Little dribbler on puck. And it beats it! Beats it! It's in! Aaron Ness scores! He got him! Oh my goodness! How the heck? And the goalie is toast. He's flat on his back. Five hole. <laughs> right through him. Okay. Aaron Ness, his first goal of the season? His first goal of the season? No. No, that can't be right. Yeah? It's right. Jake Massey with the second assist of the season. Mike Scarbosa with his ninth assist of the season. And before we go on... Everybody back up. This is a a stat. A fellow uh, um, on Twitter brought this up. This was Aaron Ness's first goal in a Bears uniform in over four years. His last goal was April 6, 2018. And in the words of Steve Zabin, Behold your stat of the day! Wow! First goal for him in a Bears uniform in four years, tied at two after one. All right, so we've got a uh, a goaltender who um, two goaltenders who are a little new and a little eh. so um. All right, we're gonna be fine. Let let's attack him more. Let's get some more goals on him. And uh, second period's a whole lot of nothing. I mean, yeah, it's two teams that were able to settle the pace down a little. A little bit. Um, only one penalty was to um, to uh, to Cleveland for the lamest penalty in all of hockey. Too many men. But at the end of second, we're still tied at two. Shots are even at 20-20. I'm Baba Waters. No, get out of here. But shots are tied at 20. And, you know, 
I want to see the Bears win this game because a Sunday game with with these type of legs and both teams on these travel could be very, very ugly. But um, Cleveland showing their power play does not need to be messed with. Five on five, they're fine. But it seems like the power plays, they're bread and butter. They are still big, fast guys, especially number se- number 71. Tall bastard is what I called him. He's like 6'7", on skates, and big, and lanky. He's Eddie Munster. That's what he is. Or is he Frankie? He's Frankie Munster. That's what he is. The Frankenstein one. Is anybody here old enough to get that joke? Probably not. But they have guys who are big, and they are fast. But this is not a Bears team who was small and fast like they were in the Calder Cup Finals. That we have the speed to counteract this. Mm. But getting into the third, it's getting into like haymaker territory between these these two teams. And you know, we take a delay game penalty, but their power play does not burn does not burn us. And about the uh, eight minutes into the period, the Bears are working it around. Connor McMichael, Mason Morelli throws one, kicked out. Sam Menna shot. He scores. It's in. He scores. No light. No pointing. But the spotlight comes on. And we... And we thought, was it in? Nobody pointed. Nobody did anything. But, okay. But we got to go look at it. We got to go to the videotape. And another two and a half minutes of gameplay happens. Next stoppage, we'll go look at it. And um, they finally, we get the stoppage. I think um, uh, Clay Stevenson stopped it. And we went to the videotape. We're going to the videotape. They're looking, they're looking. The call was no goal on the ice. But according to everyone in the back, behind the net, all the fans, it was in. The, The boys celebrated. They knew. Now, not to where everybody stood around and sticks up, but the ref came out. Upon further review, it's a goal! They score! Sam Ennis blasts it in! Ennis with the big blast gets it in! All right, a joke like that was going to get out eventually. I only do what I can. But Sam Ennis gives the Bears the lead. Mason Morelli, 14th assist. Connor McMichael, third assist of the season. With 11 minutes to go, but we got to put the time back on. Put two and a half minutes back on the clock. It's hockey time travel. It's what it is. So everything goes right back to that 11-13 mark. And away we go. And away we go. And right after that, we take a freaking penalty. Shane Gersich off for tripping. The monsters threaten, but they don't. But they're just not able to deliver. Tick, 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 tick. Clock's winding down. I'm getting nervous. The Monsters fans are... Wait, what's that sound coming down there? From 117. Let's go, Monsters! Let's go, Bears! Let's go, Monsters! Let's go, Bears! Hmm. Interesting. Interesting, but... Okay. Okay. So, everyone. Stick with me on this. I'll get to the end of the game here in a second. Um... Why is an opposing fan base getting us riled up like this? I mean, a healthy smattering of near nine grand came to this game. Rather full. And, um... Okay. 
I'm hearing people actually, there's dueling chants going. We don't hear this for let's go pens, let's go bears. We don't hear that. Let's go phantoms, let's go bears, non-existent. But in comes 15 Cleveland Monsters fans and they get you going. While Coco has to stand up on his ledge and beat his drum to get a let's go bears. Dun, 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 dun. And for a crowd who only cheers when the scoreboard tells them to? What does that say about you? You, oh, intelligent Bears fans who listen to this? I cheer when I want to. I don't cheer when the scoreboard tells me to. But, you know, why does that fan base of 15 show more than what you do? And am I guilty of this too? Possibly. But I'm watching the game. And now some of you will say that too. But it's an observation that I watch a opposing fan base come in and be louder and into it more than people here at home. Because even for me, and I will flat out say this, it was a huge difference coming from the Vegas Golden Knights back here to Giant Center. Vegas is loud and electric. It's Vegas though. But it was alive and humming with people. I go to Giant Center and my buddy's right. It's a mausoleum. It's dead. There's nothing. But yet, in comes some Cleveland Monsters people. And suddenly now you care to get Dueling Chance going. Just an observation. Just saying. Time winding down in the third. The the goalie gets pulled. Empty netter. But Cleveland, they have a man advantage up on this. Six on five for the Mon... Monsters, several deflections, but Clay just sort of yeah, pushes it out of the way. Sort of odd way. Clay, calm down. Can't, man. Gotta get fast. Gotta kick this puck out. Just shut this puck out of the way. What are you doing? Clay, what are you doing? Long shot. I got it. I got I got, I got. got the puck. No, you don't. It's beside you. Aaron Ness gets it out of the way. Clay, calm down, bro. Can't, bro. Long shot. I got this. Your, your form's wrong. Calm down, bro. Three. Two, one, that's the end of the game, and the Bears are able to win it. And Clay Stevenson gets a win in his debut. He better thank the forwards that were in front of him. Bears win it, 3-2 to two the final. Aaron Ness gets a third star for his first goal of the season. Sam Ennis with the game winner of the second star, and Mason Morelli with two assists in this game. Nice job on the boys winning the weekend, and getting getting the first win over Cleveland. And it should be all gravy heading into Sunday, shouldn't it? Well, we'll find out right after this. Hey, Bears fans. It is time to light the lamp once again with DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of the NHL and sponsor of the Grit and Barrett podcast. Here on the Hockey Podcast Network, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement for you, you can turn small bets into big paydays with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payday. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. 
only at DraftKings, the with sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes in the details. And now on with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Everyone here on the Hockey Podcast Network doing our usual Monday recap as the boys were back at it on a Sunday on a rather sloppy, cold, damp, slushy Sunday as the Cleveland Monsters were back in town. And well, this should be a decent game to go to. Just let me go. And oh, not a lot of people here this time. Maybe that's why they're getting rid of these uh, these Sunday games. More of these Sunday games later on in the season. I don't know. Observation. What do I know? So the Monsters get back at it. At, monsters and Bears get right back at it. But not before we got some news. Because apparently we got another more defensive injuries up there on the Capitals. And Dylan Mickelrath and Lucas Johansson got called up. Now Lucas, no surprise. He seems to be there, tagged as their next guy in line. I think Alexiev got got injured. Dylan Mickelrath, weird call, but okay. Okay. The Bears called up Mikkel Kim over the weekend and and also Martin Haas, the young defensive prospect as, as well. Um, these are just bodies to fill in. We're going to be fine, people. We are going to be fine. All right? You know, nobody panic. Okay? This is not like last year. Last year was the exception, not the rule. This is why we did all these signings. We're not going to sign ECHL guys to PTOs anymore. Okay? All right? So, everyone, just calm F down. But on a Sunday, it is Zach Fucali in net with uh, the other end... Pavel Sajin. Who? Pavel Sajin. Who? Exactly. And tail end of a three and three for these guys, both with travel. Um, yeah, the monsters contingency, they're back. And mon- all three, both these guys are in three and three. Should be a rough slog of a game. Should be a rough slog of the game, but the Bears coming out pressing. Five shots in the first two minutes. What the heck are you guys doing? This is Sunday. Let's not get into it too early, or maybe let's do. Riley Sutter in the fourth line going at it. Sutter throws one in front. Mikhail Kim, big rebound. Kel Kessie, he scores! Kel Kessie beats Pajin, or whatever his name is. Pajin not stopping that. Ha! Kel Kessie. Second of the season, Mikhail Kim, his first point as a bear. And Riley Sutter, his second assist of the season. Fourth line doing work. Well done on the boys. And it's one nothing early. Bears pressing yet again. Back in the zone. Three on two, Scarbosa. Day, over to Vecchione. Winds, fires, right open. He scores! Mike Vecchione, two nothing. Six shots, yes! All right! This is how you get at him early. Get at him early, boys. But are we done yet? Heck no, we are are not. The the we are not. But Brad Gallant 
and Kale Kessie. We kind of knew this was coming. Gallant and Kessie know each other. They have time. Brett Gallant once fought Joel Recklish. If you know that game, you know that made Joel Recklish a star. Gallant Casey goes, all right, that's it. We're going. Gloves down, grabbing each other, sizing them up. The fists are out. These these are two big boys. Gallant, 5'6". Kessie, 6'4". Two big, beefy boys grabbing each other. Going a little bit, and the right throw. Gallant gets a few in. Cassie turns and wham! Gets Gallant. Hands, throwing fists, and I'm punching him. And I'm punching him. And I says, What do you mean I didn't give you your 10%? And I'm punching him. And I'm hitting him. Both go down. And the refs separate them. Good, healthy point. Big, meaty men throwing hands. Big, beefy boys throwing hands. Love it. Love it. Crowd's going. Going. Even the guys bringing their stuff onto the bench. Are like, hey, nice going, brother. Nice going. Sutter comes in. Nice job, bro. Ethan Frank, can I have your autograph? Dude, we play together. Get out of here. Get out of here. So, all right. Good, healthy fight. Throwing hands. Throwing fists. Now, this could spark... This could spark the monsters. Could spark them. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But the Bears, they play off of it a bit. They get... They're energized. Catching their second... Second win. Jake Messi throws one over to Ethan Frank. He shoots. He scores. Ethan Frank, our baby boy. Healthy baby boy. Yes. Ethan Frank gets eighth assist. Jake Messi, rack up those points, son. Third assist. Aaron Ness, fifth assist of the season. And it is, it is 3-0 Hershey. This is what I want on a Sunday. This is what I want. And the boys just keep pressing. Second line going at it. Mason Morelli works down low. Sam Ennis throws out to McMichael. Deeks a defenseman. Deeks a goalie. Puts it into the net. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Connor McMichael picks his spot. Das Vunderkin gets it in. 4 nothing. And what's that I hear? Anything out of the Monsters fans? Oh, look, nothing. They're just going to sit there because they're from Cleveland. They're used to the factory of sadness. The Cleveland Indians let them down and the monsters are no no exception. Because here here comes Josh Dunn. He comes in and he's not going to. He scores. Woo! Let's go, monsters. Let's go back. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I, I, I must be Haiti, Diz, Hades from Disney's Hercules on this. What? No, no. All right, all right, all right. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm fine. I'm fine. Josh, dun, 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 dun. Credit to Ross Twiddle on that one. Third, third goal of the season. Roman Achan with his first assist. Tyler Angle, no relation to Kurt Angle. Fifth assist of the season. And it's... 4-1 after one. Four. Four goals in the first period. Could we see a goalie change? But four. Four. <laughs> this is great. This is great. We haven't had a good, healthy schmattering since Hartford. And this is what I want on a Sunday. Build an early lead. Get a good defensive game going. And let's just put this little baby to bed. 
Let's just keep this going. No more giving him power plays. No more nothing. Brandon Gantz goes off for a hard cross check. Definitely earned. Bears get set up. Ness out to the point. Vecchione thrown to McMichael all alone in the slot. Deeks one shoot. Scores! Got Connor McMichael. Das Thunderkin doing work. Yes. He's a Highlander. He can defeat monsters. 5 1 Hershey. Power play goal. Yes. Okay, this is it. This is it. We're done. Yeah, we're good. Because you know what I haven't seen yet with Hershey? I, you know, I haven't seen a good healthy blowout where I can just laugh and relax at a game. I know they already had one against Hartford, but I was on a plane going to Las Vegas, Nevada. You know what? Let, 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 let's just, let's just be fine with this. We're gonna be fine in on this. Monsters press back a minute. A friggin' minute and a half later. Get the puck in. Get the puck in. Trelinski throws it over to Jarek. Deflection into the net. 5-2. Let's go, Monsters. Who cares? We do. I don't. She. No, 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 no. Happy thoughts. Happy place. You'll be fine. (sighs) You'll be fine. Swear to God, you'll be fine. 5-2. 5-2. Okay. Okay. A couple minutes later, Monsters are pressing hard yet again. It reminds you of Wilkesbury when the coach went in there and read them the freaking ride, ride act. Sweezy works the puck down low. Zach Fricali loses his stick. Does somebody get the puck out of there? Cosno over to number 44. Wines fires and he freaking scores on a goalie with no stick. Who's 44? Who's 40? Brad Gallant! You gave the Freaking fighter goal! 5-3! What's going on here, guys? What's going on? Well, we're a little low on defense because of injuries. I don't care! Do you think I bloody care? Go out there and play some freaking defense! Turning into Gordon Ramsay and John Taffer, that's not good. But okay. Fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. No power play. For Cleveland, after a delay game by Gabriel Carlson. Carlson with this big stick just chips it up and over. That That's a penalty. I don't know why people are booing. Trey Felix Rolinski, Jarek, winds, fires, deflected by God, and they score! 5-4! Guys! You can't give them power plays! Can't do this! Why can't you hold a lead? Another power play for Cleveland. As Gabriel Carlson gets hold for tripping. A little bit of a, eh, call. But you know what? You, you, you know what? No, 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 no. Don't blame the refs in this. Don't blame the refs. You're doing this to yourselves. Stop a freaking puck. And Cleveland, puck up high Cosmo. Slinger, winds, fires. Big rebound, they score! Josh Dunn, Dunn. Ah! The monsters are down there. Woo! We tied! Woo! Cleveland rocks! Shut up! Shut up! I don't care! Sit down! I don't... Jesse's going, dude, dude, relax. I'm going to go down there and give them a piece of my mind. You know what I'm going to tell all of you? Drive home safely. That's what I'm going to say. But... Five. One. In... Four goals, 
in 11 minutes. Three goals in five minutes. Well, it's the refs that screwed us over. Shut up. No, it isn't. Well, Zach Fakali sucks. Fuck you. Screw all of you. Well, is it is it fine if us fair weather fans cheer for an opposing goalie? It's an opposing goalie. That's different. You don't do it to your own. Shut your pie hole. You should be more concerned about a team who can't hold a freaking lead. And a team that's having some trouble. Whenever they get up big, they get a little complacent. Third period played out like what we expected. Tired legs, tired minds. And we go to overtime. And we go to overtime. And and Ethan Frank chases down a long punk. Robbie Payne, whammo! Ethan Frank into the board. Oh my God, that's our boy. That is our boy. And nobody is going to take that line down. Mike Scarbosa comes in, just tackles, face wash into the ice. That is Ethan Frank. You do not touch him. There are certain guys on the hockey team. Do not fuck with. Ethan Frank, that's it. Probably Rybinski too. But Ethan Frank, that is our precious baby boy who must be protected at all costs. Needs help getting off. No penalty. Are you kidding me? Dude sandwiched him. And there's not a penalty. But the back judge, everybody came in and started talking. Two minutes for boarding. Okay. 4x3 power play. And the Bears, okay, let's just take our time. The power play is going to run down. Vecchione over the circles. He shoots! Post! Ring the post! Come on! Get set up, and the boys, they can't take advantage of it. Time runs out, and we go to a shootout. Oh, boy. Cleveland goes first. Great. Who's up first? Number 64, my number. Trey Fix Rolanski comes in on Fukali. Comes and shoots low glove hand scores. Monsters fans. Woo! For God's sake, somebody. Who's up next? Connor McMichael. Ooh, Das Funderkin comes in. Skates. Deeks backhands. He scores! Das Funderkin works it. Who's up next? Emily Bernstrom. Okay, comes in on Fukali. He shoots. Nothing. Good. Next, Sam Ennis. All right, here we go. Sam Ennis comes in. Deeks backhands right into the glove. All right, who is next? David Jarek. Jarek comes in. Nothing. All right, Mike Scarbosa. All right, he was mouthing it off to to Sweezy before before all this started. Talking smack. Talk shit. Get hit. Come on, Scarbosa comes in. Goes in. Deeks once, twice. He shoots. He missed the net. Fudge. All right, Monsters, who's up? Cole Fontstand. Cole Fontstand can't get it into the net. Hendricks LaPierre. All right, Voodoo Child, come in. I got NWO Hogan theme ready to go if he scores. Comes in. Tell you what he's going to do, brother. He's going to miss. Great. Who's up next? Josh Dunn. What? Comes in. Skates long way around. Forehand chips it over the glove hand and in. Crud. Up next, Mike Vecchione. Got a score to keep this going. Vecchione grabs the puck at center ice. Skates in. Skates in. Comes in. Backhand. Save. Dang it. Monsters win. 
6-5 the final. Third star, David Jarek, a goal and an assist for the Monsters. Connor McMichael with two goals for the Bears. Second star, first star, Josh Dunn, two goals, including the shootout winner, which does count. All right. How do you approach this? Include the won the weekend theory. You did five out of six points. Five, two, five, no, that, two, zero, one. And you're still atop the division. You're still atop the league. All right. You won the weekend. Take it and run. Except there's something that really bothers me with this. It is another time where we have blown a lead. And I know we've gotten better in holding leads. Bridgeport on Friday. Held it on Saturday. Lehigh Valley last week. But, you know, we can't hold two gold lead, two gold leads. That, that happened with Bridgeport. That happened with Charlotte. Oh, but we still won. That's not the point. That's not the point. This is about adversity. This is about getting punched in the mouth. The other Sunday, we lost 7-3 against Wilkes-Barre. Wilkes-Barre came us and punched us in the mouth and kneed us in the gut. And, yeah, we were down 7-3 before we even knew what happened. And the team, I don't want to say roll over and died. They didn't. But there was not a goal to get a response. There was not much of a response. Okay, 7-3. Let's just focus on Charlotte. And we did. This game, 5-1. You got complacent. You got cocky. You got arrogant. You thought this team would just, oh, Sunday on a three and three, five and one. They're demoralized. They can't keep going. Cleveland played for their lives. They went out there and knew they could take it to us. Two for four on the power play. Two of those goals, four and five, were power play goals. There's a reason why their power plays in the 20s. Well, the refs were out to get us. Shut up. Shut up. Donkey, shut up. This team punched Cleveland in the mouth. And Cleveland punched back and this team didn't know what to do. It's the pretty boy in anime when he when he inflicts all this punishment. But yet, a bullet goes by him, grazes his cheek, causes a hairline cut that draws blood... And either one of two things happens to that anime protagonist. One, he sees his own blood and goes into a violent rage. Or number two, he cries because he can't take it. So far out of the bears, I'm seeing them, when they get punched in the mouth, there's no answer. There's none. You get one more goal in that third. Yes, three and three and all that. Or you get the overtime goal. Where's the guy who's going to lead this team after you go down. You know, this happened in Charlotte. And I was told to calm down because not our night. It happens. Well, what's the excuse for this one? Oh, it's a 3-3. Three and three. We were tired. Who cares? The league's not going to care. No one else is. Todd Nelson called some stuff out at the at the press conference. Go watch it. But he was right. You look for leadership in moments like that, and it wasn't there. It wasn't there in the moments that you needed it. 
And Cleveland can get away with stuff like this because we're not going to see them again until April-ish. So that's my five cents on it. We won. We won. But it, it still exposes problems with this team that still need to be taken care of. But, all right. End of all that. On the weekend, the Bears are still atop the Atlantic at time of this recording at 17 5 2 and 1 with 37 points. Providence, two points behind them at 15 4 3 and 2 with 35 points. Bridgeport in third, 14 6 4 and 0 with 32 points. Wilkesbury and Charlotte are tied with 27 points. Wilkesbury above because they have three games in hand on Charlotte at 12 6 1 and 2. Charlotte 12, 9, 2, and 1. Lehigh Valley has climbed into that playoff 6 format. 11, 9, 1, and 1. That Anisimov signing is really paying off at 24 points. Uh, Springfield uh, on the outside looking in. 9, 10, 1, and 4. And Hartford, 7, 10, 1, and 4 with 19 points. And God continues to hate Hartford. Allegedly. They're not the worst team in the league. That goes to the San Diego Gulls at 6-18. But that's all the way in the Pacific Division. Uh, the North, the Marlies still rule the North for now. It's Marlies, Amherst, Monsters, Syracuse, Belleville, Utica, and Laval. And that'll do it for the Grits and Barrett podcast this week. Lots to talk about this week with the 3-3. Three and 3-3 three. Three and three next weekend as it's all Pennsylvania stuff. We double dip in Wilkes-Barre Friday and Saturday night, and the Phantoms come down Sunday afternoon for a tilt the week heading into Christmas. And we are heading into the holidays. Everyone, make sure you check up on a loved one this holiday season. Just do a little bit. Someone you haven't talked to, check in on them this holiday season because you don't know when that next holiday season might be. And to everyone out there, thank you for your times, listens, and downloads this week and to all of you stay safe out there everyone and above all else go bears i'll catch you next time thank you for downloading this episode of the grit and barrett podcast if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to if you are listening on apple or google please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast and go Bears.